listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight, where we will be discussing chapter 11, Magnus Bane. How's everyone doing? Hi, we're doing good. We're good. We're all hungry because we're waiting for our food to be delivered. <laughs> Grubhub. So we are so lazy. We will be taking a break to eat our burrito. <laughs> well, my burrito, your tacos. Tacos. Mm. Carnitas. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. This is great. Yeah. I'm channeling Simon. I'm having a veggie burrito. <laughs> <laughs> that was a delayed laugh. That was weird. You're weird. This is true. So let's get right into it. We're we're not even going to talk about what a champ I am for being here right now. We should. We should. (laughs) She's all drugged up. (laughs) I am. I threw out my back, uh, putting my feet up underneath my desk because apparently that's a dangerous. Even my chiropractor was like, "You don't even have a cooler story than that." I'm like, "No, girl, you old." He's like, you're a writer. You should come up with something better to tell people. <laughs> this is true. That's a very good point. You were fighting a dragon. Yes. A demon. A, a demon. Uh-huh. A ravener demon. Yeah. Jake came for you. Jake. That bastard. Uh, you know, I tried to get Jake stickers, but you can't buy them online. You have to buy them there at the Ripley's? museum. Oh. Mm-hmm. Next time. Next time I go to the museum, absolutely. Who's going there? How, I mean, we've been there so many times, I'm You're sure. closer. Not closer. It's you go Long there more View, often. I'm closer. Yeah. yeah. Or Long Beach. I'm closer. I thought there's one in Newport. I don't remember. No, the museum's in Long Beach. It is definitely in Long Beach, I think. Kristen, yeah. you've been tasked with I a know. mission. Stickers. It's okay. I can convince my husband to drive to the coast at any point because that means he gets clam chowder. Yeah. It's like his favorite thing. That's disgusting. He's so Midwestern. It's beige, so he loves to eat it. <laughs> and it has a lot of sodium. <laughs> he sounds like my kind of dude. Yeah. I mean, I already know that. But. I thought you were going to say my cup of tea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I guess Robin was right. We should get into the episode. I feel bad for ignoring you now and cutting you off yeah. now. Yeah, you're kind of a bitch. I am. Oh, My rude. goal today was not to be rude. That's true. She tasked me <laughs> to call her out every time she was rude to you someone. You are not rude. She's not. We're me doing Just say other. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, well, how was it? Sorry. Sorry. Now, now you sound like you're saying sorry. Like Harry, where Harry Potter's from. Never mind. Okay. Mm. Wait. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to kick things off with Robin's recap. It's happening. It. So, last time on Downworlder Dish, mm-hmm. Hodge reveals more about the circle, including his banishment to New York City and a similar punishment for the Lightwoods. Everyone reconvenes over takeout, which every time I read that makes me want Chinese food, and Simon is sent home. Hodge and Jace talk about taking Clary to the Silent Brothers to unlock her mind. She wants to sleep on it, but never makes it to her room, passing out in the hallway. Clary is woken from a strange dream at dawn and taken to meet with Brother Jeremiah, a representative from the Silent City who is unable to access her shrouded memories. Clary is taken to the Silent City. Jace reveals watching his father die and further explains the mandate of the Nephilim. They reach the Bone City, the walls made from cremated shadow hunters. (laughs) The Council of Silent Brothers try to help clear the block, but are unable. 
They tell Clary that only the person who placed the block can remove it. Dun, dun, dun. Make this pain. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how they said it. Yes. In the book. In her mind, I guess. Do you think they have a personality? No, I think they're just like dead. It's all everybody's monotone. Yeah. And everybody sounds the same? Well, because I think I think part of part of them is kind of like part of their aesthetic <laughs> is like eerie and creepy. And I think they kind of get off on being creepy. And okay. so like what's creepier than a monotone voice in your freaking head? Do you think they have the Alicante accent? Or are they probably yeah, it, they're going to sound British. Like, Alicante doesn't have its own accent because, like, what would it be? Like, I guess it would be a mismatch. But it's supposed to be between, what they say, France and Germany. So they would have, like, a, a mix between, like, a French and German I love accent? French. I think it's so beautiful. But could you imagine French and German mixed together? I mean, I'm sure there are, well... Because so, French words are just extra letters. Uh-huh. My like, just grandma like... <laughs> was from France. She came over here when she met my grandpa in World War II. Mm-hmm. So my mom, of course, went over there in her 20s to fe- meet family. And she came home. She was there for a month and a half, came home with partially an accent. So imagine people that live nearby. I don't know. Maybe they speak both. Maybe they have a little bit of both. Okay, what does it say? I was having a hard time Googling. Uh-huh. So I Googled, where's Alicante, which is an actual city in Spain. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> so, so then I Googled, where's the glass city? They just wanted it to me to tell me about Cassandra Clare. So then I Googled, where's Idris? But it went to, where's Idris Elba? <laughs> Please tell me where. In my bed. <laughs> so I, I had to go back. So it says Idris is located in Central Europe between Germany, France, and Switzerland. Oh, so it's okay. in that, like, little... So maybe they... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I'm, I'm taking this way too fast. There are ten minutes of your life. You are never getting back. Sorry. We're not sorry. Anyway. We it. Is our food here yet? No. We feel okay. like the Silent Brothers are speaking into your mind monotonely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it's not like they're going to go watch TV... Or eat dinner, or do, do any of those things. No, they don't eat. Are... They don't sleep. So how would they? You know, how do they eat? They don't eat. Their mouths are sewn shut. Mm-hmm. Maybe they eat them with the intravenous. Intravenous. Mm-hmm. Intravenous. Like... <laughs> no. <laughs> Doubt it. Is there a rune for food? Because I would be so good at drawing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Would it look like a taco or like <laughs> sushi? Sushi. Sushi, yeah. Yeah. Grubhub's here. Update. Grubhub uh, is here. Update. We'll be right back after we shove our faces full of food. Woohoo. <laughs> party, party. We're back. And full. Robin feels so much better now. I do. I had a headache, man. <laughs> Except I still think she's a little butt hurt because I stole her Oreo. I well, hurt. <laughs> Listen, I accidentally bought regular Oreos. Who? Which does is a that? travesty. It was terrible. That's a blasphemy. It so really I, is. I doubled, I double stuffed my Oreo. Right. You went through all that work and she then I legit stole built it. it. <laughs> if you build it, 
Kristen will come and conquer it. I've just never <laughs> seen anyone do that before, so I was impressed. That's... Steal them or build one? Build one. <laughs> I, I steal build them. them when I have mega stuffed Oreos. <laughs> okay, that's too much. No. No. That's great. It's mm. way too much. I don't like mega stuffed either. Do- double stuffed or nothing. I feel betrayed right now. I feel like mega stuffed are our thing. This is true. The three of us. Just Weird. me and you, baby. Yep. Anyway, let's get back to our jam. What are you doing? She's hiding, like, in school. <clears throat> hiding My phone, phone went off. And it's annoying, so I'm taking it off the table. Good. It should be off the table. My phone is definitely on the table right now. All right. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot what we were doing. <laughs> this is why we're here. <laughs> You were supposed to go first to keep us on task. task we're going to get this. Today. I know. We're going to get it. It's all good. So chapter 11 starts with Jason Clary leaving the Bone City. Uh, they're opting for a cab this time in lieu of Brother Jeremiah's uh, invisible carriage. Bro J. <laughs> Bro J, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm Which, not... I'm like, why couldn't they have done that before? I think they didn't, didn't have an option. He was like, get in, guys. Right. Oh, let's go. That's weird. We're going cabin. Yeah. He, he's like, he's like, I've got a cabin. <laughs> They're in a carriage. I messed up. I, to be fair, I wasn't even listening to you, so I didn't even catch what you said until I, way later. I should have said, get in, losers. Okay, I have a question yeah. about this. We're going shopping. Who's paying for this cab? How does Jace have money? Mm. Do we want to? No. We don't want it. But I'm pretty sure. Does he get an allowance from the clave? <laughs> Shadow hunters have money. Okay. And then we could cool. get into what or how. I think that's in book three, actually. That they, they like kind of get into the nitty gritty of Reference it. Reference this again later. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, they have money. Okay. Um, but they also never talk about money. Like they just, we know they have it, but they don't ever really discuss how they get it, or if there's, like, a Shadowhunter, like, black card. <laughs> like, uh, like, like an Amex. <laughs> well, it just, cabs are expensive, so. It seems like they take them often. Obviously, they're in New York. Right. I don't, I don't have another option. <clears throat> Subway. Invisible carriage rides. Invisible carriage rides. Portals. Right. I feel like there's a lot of options mm-hmm. other than cab. Yes. <laughs> Jace is in a mood, as per usual, Ordering the cabbie around, and I put here a uh, smart-ass teenager. I bet he's never even driven a car. Because <laughs> it's true. Yep. Um, once he's done barking orders and telling him where to go to beat traffic, because he knows. And he's a shadow hunter, too. Like, he's not even, like, they've made it so clear, or they, Cassie has made it so clear that they are not in touch with mundane reality but he knows that broadway is a pain in the ass really right come on (laughs) shut up so once he's done barking orders he pulls out his phone which where the fuck was his phone when clary's mom was being attacked yes like he he magically has one now it's crazy (laughs) it was bait he just wanted to be able to follow her right and he calls alec uh demanding that he wake up and meet them at a place called talkies for breakfast I feel like this was like four o'clock in the morning when I was reading it. So it's obviously not. It was six. Clary wakes up at five. 
to go see Brother oh, Jeremiah. Oh, that's then right. Then they go to the That's right. I was thinking for some reason it was at night because it was dark. But you're right. I'm assuming it's like nine. Okay. So Clary is grumpy and doesn't want to waste time eating when they finally have a lead to follow, even though she doesn't know what a Magnus Bane is. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, neither of them are morning people because they are so crabby this morning. Ugh. It's weird that they had just... Okay, I want to say shared a tender moment, but kind of. You know, where she passes out mm-hmm. and he's like... Right. Well, she's constantly fainting and he's used to catching fainting girls, so... <laughs> as, gonna, as we've learned. I was going to sing and I stopped myself. That would have been bad. That would have been beautiful. Tell me, what were you going to sing? I don't... Don't cry for me, Argentina. I don't, don't know cry why. for me, Argentina. That's what was going to be playing as she fell in slow motion. Right. Anyway, they just shared this kind of tender moment. And now they're just all grumpy pants. Nobody likes mornings. Except for Kristen. But they've been up for hours. It's because like they're hungry. Oh, like, they're hangry. They they're hangry. Robin hangers. was just, she had a headache. And she's literally eating her churro, bouncing up and down. She's so happy now. I was so happy I had a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Jace tells Clary that Magnus Bane is a name of a warlock <laughs> because only a warlock could block Clary's mind like that. I'm like... Really? Because he just, he knows everything. Yeah. He has an answer for freaking everything. Jace really pisses me off in this, in this episode. <laughs> I keep saying episode in this chapter. In our episode. Our episode. Yes. Jace just pisses me off. Uh, apparently I made up with Clary and now I'm in a fight mm-hmm. with Jace. I'm still fighting with Isabel. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's Okay. She means well, Uh, sort of. We'll see. (laughs) So Alex shows up just as they're getting to the restaurant, which I don't know if he teleported or what, but it felt very fast. It did feel very like (laughs) it almost like they're having a conversation that all of a sudden he's there. It felt like it was like two minutes later. I'll be there. Yeah, but it sounds like it was probably like (laughs) ten minutes away. (laughs) He Carol kinged her. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. Song lyrics are just part of my brain. <laughs> they are. And, of course, Alec looks like he just rolled out of bed. I love this quality about Alec is every time they describe him, he's so disheveled. He, like, he does not give a single fuck about his clothes. Like, they can have holes in them. They could be, like, faded, different colors of black, which really bothers me. Oh, but yeah. He just does not care at all, and it's one of my favorite things about him. I wish I could be one of those people that just rolls out of bed and goes and does something. Throw a hat on or something. You're not a guy. Yeah, well, that's true. (laughs) That's true. We live in a patriarchal society. (laughs) Women don't have that option. (laughs) I have to wear makeup and brush my teeth? Yeah. Clary should take note. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. With the toothbrush, the teeth brushing? (laughs) Um... And, of course, Alec completely ignores Clary, like he does. Such a hater. Because he hates her so much. And I I just love it. I, I love that he completely, and she's so upset about it. Oh. Like, clearly, it's, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to her is being excluded. Same girl. Cry me a freaking river. Um, I don't want someone to not like me. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. I would need to know. What did I do? But, like, you also have to, like, see the way Alec is behaving and like realize that he's the one that's like being extra. Okay. He'll come around. Yeah. Whatever. So completely ignoring Clary, Alec tells Jace that Isabel is on her way with Simon who showed up at the Institute first thing that morning. 
because he couldn't stay away from Isabel, apparently. Do you think it's that or do you think he's looking for Clary? I mean, I think he's looking for Clary, but I think he also really wants to see Isabel. Maybe that's his excuse. Like, oh, hey, yeah, uh, hey. Is Clary here? Is Clary here? Could she come play? (laughs) I can Clary come out to play. We've got a campaign. (laughs) So as they head into the restaurant, Clary mistakes the bouncer dude at the door for a demon and says so very loudly. I mean, what else would you think a bouncer at a breakfast place, a restaurant? Well, like, I really like your note. My note just says, what the fuck, Clary? You can't go around calling people demons. <laughs> like, she has no fucking tact. Yeah. I cannot, like, okay, maybe I'm still not over my spat with Clary. Right, you're still she's... a little annoyed. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Am I right, though? Yeah. Okay, but was he not a demon? No, I don't he's remember. A... Jace explains that he's an in... in... Ifrit. Oh, right. Wanting to say okay. infrit, which mm-hmm. is not correct. I was not even gonna, I was saying that way wrong. Were you, what were you saying? Ifrit? No, in theory? Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's an Ifrit, a warlock without magic. So more of a squib than a demon. Now, a squib, if, if you're into Harry Potter, you know what a squib is. Oh. And I put I put in my notes like seriously if the shadow hunters kept up on YA fantasy most of this shit would be a hell of a lot easier to explain. <laughs> well, it's all new to me, so that's and because you're an outlier. Mm-hmm. In theory, is something from Harry Potter. That's why I was reading it like that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's but not. It doesn't have a T. <laughs> There's no N. There's that's that's I N F E R I. Yeah, but it's not even like it at all. That's how I read it. <laughs> So Clary tries to sit in the booth next to Jace, <laughs> and Alec clock, clock blocks her. <laughs> I can't, it's like the out fuck. Oh, it's the best thing ever. I love it so much because I've totally like we've all been in that situation where someone just told, and you're just like, oh, now I have to awkwardly. Pretend like I wasn't going to sit yes. there and then, like, scooch around and then everybody knows. <laughs> yep. <sighs> the menu at Takis caters to all sorts of downworlders with fairy food, raw meat for the wolves, the werewolves. I just put the wolves. It reminds me of, like, Twilight for the wolves. <clears throat> and even an entire page dedicated to blood for our vampy friends. Crazy. <laughs> As... Clary is perusing the menu. Alec launches into a story that she doesn't even try to follow. <laughs> it's like a remember when story, right? Yes. Is you think it's on purpose? Oh yeah. I think part of it, but I think he's genuine. Okay. Because Jace says like, "Don't eat any of the fairy food, otherwise you'll end up uh, naked running down Fifth Avenue with antlers on your head." And he's like, "Not that I have any experience with right. that." It sounds like fun. <laughs> I want that story. Yeah. Cassie, if you're listening, I want that story. But to me, this sounds a lot like, it, it. after I read this, it made me feel a little more like, um, gosh, what is that movie with Chris Pratt? And they did it at, with Groot. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. It reminds me a little bit of that, how there's just a bunch of different kinds of species. Spe- yeah. Species? Species. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm kind of getting it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of that. 
So I, I like this. If you're going to pick a, like, sci-fi. I haven't seen much. Space, like, but you, you, you go with that instead I of Star Wars? I love Groot. She's, yeah, I've have seen you, Star Wars, but no. Have you seen all of them? Yeah. Andy's made me watch them. Oh, that's good. He's Not good the most husband. recent ones, though. In the last, <gasps> like, two years. See, a lot of people don't like them. I I like them. I just take them for what they are. They're never going to be better than the original three, mm-hmm. but whatever. Okay, we're not going to get know. into that. Yeah. I am Groot. Yeah, I really like Groot. And Chris Pratt's not too bad. <laughs> right. It's That's a yeah. very funny movie. <laughs> it is. So, Clary's not paying attention to what kind of... Sp- the deets. Yeah, Claire's not paying attention to the details of Alex's story. But what she is paying attention to is the way that Alec and Jace interact. And quite frankly, Jace is being a dick. He interrupts Alec as he's mid-story and acts like, like just is very dismissive of Alec. And Alec is supposed to be his best friend. His, his parabatai. Like... That's your homie. What the hell? He's just showing off. So, just because it's been a while since I've read. Yeah. It's Alec, Simon, Jace, Clary, and Isabel. Simon and and, uh, Isabel aren't there yet. Right. Okay. They're coming up. So, he's totally doing a two, like, quote. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Impress Clary. He is. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get it. Like, in in my mind, as an adult, I can see that he's a damaged boy, and he's broody, and he's trying to impress her, and he's trying to, like, feel more self-important, yada, yada, yada. Whatever. We can psych- psychoanalyze him all day long. Sure. He's still being a dick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's really annoying. He's a butthead. <laughs> and I kind of want to fight him. <laughs> Changing lanes. But whatever. So even though... Clary wasn't paying attention to the story that Alec was telling. He, She was paying attention to the way that Alec and Jace interacted. And she noticed Alec completely deflate when Jace basically just proves that he wasn't listening to him at all. Sad face. Which is so sad. Like, yeah. you can totally, like, picture it in your head. I have been there before. Oh, Why are you looking at me with such oh. intensity? <laughs> Has Kristen abused you like this before? No, just in Abuse, general. it's a wrong word, but... <laughs> You mean just where you're telling a story and no one's paying attention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happens all the time. Or when you repeat yourself and, like, you're on the third time and you're like, I should just give up because I'm this is not funny anymore. <laughs> I've learned, I was going to say to gracefully, but I don't. I was like, you didn't laugh at my joke. I'm pretty sure you did that in episode three. Yeah. <laughs> laugh at me. I'm funny. You didn't laugh at my joke. I know now that I am hilarious. Laugh at me. You are hilarious. I'm pretty sure we've established that I'm the hilarious one. That's or is that just me that's Absolutely. That? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I know I felt, so, I was telling Amanda, I like, I feel so bad because I said that in the last, I'm the funny one. And, I'm the, and if yep. they don't get my humor, so it's like, they're, oh, she's such a bitch. Now it was a joke. <laughs> she's been planning on saying this. Oh. I guarantee you it. You such a psychopath. I'm going to give you the number of my therapist. <laughs> no. Take I was going to say, <laughs> this is covered by insurance. Robin won't go. <laughs> That's fair. Mm-mm. So Isabel and Simon show up and immediately ask what they found out at the Bone City. Jay starts to tell them about Magnus Bane, but <laughs> Alex stops him before he can finish, explaining that the restaurant is full of downworlders and anyone could be listening to their conversation. <laughs> it's me. I'm Alec. 
<laughs> you are. Yes. And he, he's like, anyone you, it's, it'll affect our investigation. And Isabel's like, shut up. Are you detectives? What the hell? <laughs> Sometimes Andy Which, and I are out. Yeah, exactly. They are acting like detectives right now. They have to. They're Scooby-Doo. You said sometimes you and yeah, Andy Yeah, sometimes out. Andy and I are out, and I'll be talking crap about something. I don't know, whatever. And I'll whisper to him. Yeah. And he's so, like, why do you have to whisper they're not here? And I'm like, how do you know that? Uh-huh. You said about something. Now we know it's about someone. Yeah. Most of the time <laughs> it is. Have met Amanda? Yeah. Like, she, yeah. <laughs> she got the hot goss. <laughs> like, I could run into anyone's grandma or something that might recognize me. I don't know and hear me talking about them. Mm-hmm. So I'm with I, Alec on this one. Imagine you do it quietly in your bed also. I, I do. I'm afraid my phone's going to pick. I did that one time. I was talking, not crap, crap, but I was like, this person's frustrating me at work. This was years ago. And my phone had accidentally called them. Like, I butt-dialed that person. Yeah. Okay, so, Robin, every single time she's about to tell some sort of... Some hot goss. Some hot goss. She's like, check your phone. Oh, we turn our phones off in the car. Yeah. Like, off. It's turn them off. That's ridiculous. What are we even saying about people? Nothing. We're not it's that nothing, bad. It's nothing that important. It's just the oh, fear Sally of Sally like, said this last week. I was so irritated, but I have to turn my phone off so Sally doesn't hear me. Right. I don't know a Sally, but dude, like I love my husband and he's very Midwestern, so he's very friendly. But he also has no goddamn volume button. <laughs> and he'll like when he's annoyed about something, he he'll like kind of bitch about it to me but like he does it in like not in an angry voice like just in a very matter of fact like well this is ridiculous <laughs> but he says it out loud and I'm like motherfucker they can't hear you shut up bitch about it in the car like a normal person yep yep <laughs> leave your 20% tip and let's move on with our lives right anyway moving on okay so we meet the waitress Kaylee a fairy who Jace of course flirts with because he's showing off how I don't know what his deal is. He just wants to be the center of freaking attention because he's got a complex. Like, you should be so thankful I'm hitting on you. Right. Because I can... It's gross. Pull chicks. Right. And he's like, I don't know. Ugh. No. It's just he's such an arrogant twat. No, I get it. I think everybody shows off a little bit in front of someone that they like. He clearly, I think we've... You're getting the feeling he likes Clary or he's trying to show off for her. Yeah, and so he's going to flirt with another girl? Yeah, that's what you do. I guess when you're a teenager and you don't know any better. We've all done that. You know you have. Because I'm a grown-ass woman and if someone did that to me, I'd be like, uh, thank you next. Bye, Bye, Felicia. Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) So much to the – he flirts with this girl, much to the dismay of Alec and Clary. And Alec's like, do you think he's being serious? (laughs) He's all, like, worried about his reputation or something. I don't know. Jace's sudden interest in the fae girl opens the conversation to the subject of downworlders, and Clary finally calls out the hypocrisy. (laughs) (sighs) Praise. So annoying. So I'm just going to read the exchange because it's easier than paraphrasing. This whole downworlder thing, you don't hunt them because they aren't exactly demons, but they're not exactly people either. Vampires kill. They drink blood. Only rogue vampires drink human blood from living people, interjected Alec, which, um, comforting? No. Right. (laughs) And those were allowed to kill. And where... (laughs) Do they wear a sign? (laughs) How do you know? (laughs) They got their hands stamped at the club. (laughs) 
And where and werewolves are what? Just overgrown puppies? They kill demons, said Isabel. So if they don't bother us, we don't bother them. Like letting spiders live because they eat mosquitoes, Clary thought. So they're good enough to let live, good enough to make your food for you, good enough to flirt with, but not really good enough? I mean, not as good as people? Isabel and Alec looked at her as if she were speaking Urdu. Different from people, said Alec, finally. Better than mundanes, said Simon. No, Isabel said decidedly. You could turn a mundane into a shadow hunter. I mean, we came from mundanes, but you could never turn a downworlder into one of the clave. They can't withstand the runes. So they're weak, asked Clary. I wouldn't say that, said Jace, sliding back into his seat next to Alec. At least not with a parry, a gin, an infrit, and God knows what else listening in. I'm proud of you for saying all of those words. <laughs> so... Okay, I'm glad that Clary called it out. Yes. Because it's interesting hearing you read Isabel, because that's not how I read it. Like, she's being nicer, you think? Uh-huh. <clears throat> like, she's going, mm, no, you could try to mundane, you know, like, so she's kind of like, oh, okay. Kind of like, no, because when she's saying decidedly. Right, no. Like, dumb, dumb. No, I think it's more like she's, like, deciding on it. Like, mm, no. Okay, I hear you. That's not what decided. I know, but that's just the way I read it. Oh, that's the way you pictured uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. But it's, I love Simon because he's like, are they better than me? <laughs> yeah, he's Am I in the running? It's just weird. I guess. So you're saying I've got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things you, you never realize that there's, the only people that they really interact with for long periods of time are other shadow hunters or mm-hmm. downloaders or whatever. So that's just what they've been taught. But it's, but like, she's right. So you can Go and you can date downworlders, but you can't marry them because they're not good enough. You can't, you know. It's hmm. just don't. Yeah, I I agree with Clary. It's absolutely crazy, but it's it's weird that it's amazing hearing how it, blind they are to it. Right, hearing uh-huh. it, you would think they'd be like, oh yeah, especially Isabel, mm-hmm. who I think at this time we know has dated. Oh, yeah, because they talk about her going to parties. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So she's at least co-mingling, hanging out with downloaders or whatever. So it seemed like, oh, yeah, you're right, but they're just, no, I'm going to defend myself. Like, you still have this superiority complex when it comes to this, I mean, community that you're a part of. Because even though they're not downworlders, they're still part of this shadow world, right? Mm -hmm. So they're on top. I know. I just, I just, I I don't have enough arrogance. Like, I would never Mm -hmm. be like, well, I'm obviously better than you. Right? (laughs) Like, it's so, like, a part of who they are that I don't think that they, it doesn't even register on their moral compass because it's just a fact. Okay. Versus how they've grown up. Right. It's just Mm -hmm. been beat into their heads. Hmm. It's also because the clave's a cult, whatever. So their food comes, and Jace explains that the tensions between the Downworlders and Shadowhunters go both a- go boop <laughs> go both ways. They don't exactly go to the same parties, is what he says. Okay. And then, of course, that makes Isabel go, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> she digs around in her purse, which that makes me happy to know that Isabel 
while she's still like this badass warrior woman, still has like a really messy purse. <laughs> oh, I'm so guilty. <laughs> Me too. She digs in her purse and pulls out a piece of paper. It's an invitation to a party at the home of Magnus Bain, High Warlock of Brooklyn. And it's for that night at midnight. Okay, does it say Magnus Bain or does it say Magnus? It, it The second part of it says okay, Bain. Okay, okay. What a coinkity. Wow. Right? But like, even if not, how many Magnuses are walking around? Exactly. It'd be worth it to check it out regardless. What I want to know. Tell me. These guys... Grew up in the New York Institute. Yep. How the fuck do they not know who the High Warlock of Brooklyn is? Well, what a coincidence. Robin's right. She just happens to have this invitation. Is um, legit the same day. Hi. I mean, I don't think that's as big of a coincidence because the Shadow World is pretty small, and if this is going to be like this massive party, which and she's are and she uh, Isabel says. That she got it from a Kelpie or whatever at Pandemonium. Like, I could get that. Like, if you're a shadow, if you're part of the shadow world, it's not really, like, a big community. So you'd kind of, like, you could totally get invited to the same party or whatever. But how do they not know who Magna, like, how on earth, if Jace is such a freaking know-it-all. Uh-huh. Is Magnus Vane a self-proclaimed? High Warlock of Brooklyn, or is it really a title? So, okay. originally, I thought it was like a self-proclaimed thing, but in later series, it is a, a title, right? There, yeah, there's a High Warlock of LA. Uh huh. So, so okay. you think that they would know, or maybe they just haven't gotten into it or needed it yet? They're still pretty young, right? They are. So they ma- keep... so maybe like Isabel or their parents. The Lightwoods would, Maris and Robert would know who Magnus Bain is. And they're not there to ask. Had they gone back to the Institute, institute maybe Hodge would know. But I like think that they are too. Institute. Instant noodles. <laughs> I feel like they're too young at this point to be entrusted with their own mission. Because okay, Hodge keeps yeah. saying, like, you're children. You're not going to go after them. You're right. Like, this, okay, if I see it from that, like, perspective, maybe this is their first, like, big chance. Uh-huh. Like, they've gone out on, like, little demon things, but not nothing that was any of substance. And maybe oh. the Lightwoods were with them before, and now they're not here. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Can the Lightwoods leave the Institute? Yes, they can. They but just I have thought to just look for... over it. Or... No, no, no. Hodge is the only one that's bound to the Institute itself. They just can't go back to Alicante. They yeah they they don't have the freedom to go. Live Idris in Elba. Yeah. And, and <laughs> hey, let's get down to business and defeat them. Here's the question: you you see this invite? You weren't technically invited, right? But are you gonna go crash the High Warlocks party? Yes. Okay, I totally would, Robin. Yeah, you feel like you have to go. It's the next key. I mean, she was invited. She has an invitation. Yeah. She has a golden ticket. It doesn't say you plus six or however many there are. See, okay. I can't math. I, I know I know that Robin is totally on board right now. I call bullshit in real life. Robin would not. Because mm-hmm. she'd be like, are you sure? We should call first. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. We should check with someone that is going and see if it's okay. <laughs> Who's going to be there? What do I wear? Listen, you bring a six pack and you're good. Probably, yeah, all these pack. things are probably correct. What was that? I think it was the a chair, chair was moving. moving. It sounded like a thunderstorm in your mom. Oh. So, no, 
it's too long. Everyone heads back to the Institute and wants to kill time before the party. Simon goes on a walk with Isabel, which makes Clary angry, jealous. <laughs> Totes. Do you think Isabel knows it bugs Clary? And that's oh, kind of yeah. what she's doing I'm sure it. she does. Absolutely. <laughs> I have gotten away from that, okay? Anyway, absolutely. I, I think that she's doing it on purpose. Because well, she's, she's petty. She is petty like that. She's Tom Petty. Maybe she's into him. And the Heartbreakers. Simon is my favorite. I mean, Simon is a genuine guy. Mm -hmm. And he's funny. I'd be into him, too. But, like, I think also she just thinks she's so much better than him that it's kind of, like, fun to play with this little toy. Yeah. I think that she's upset that Simon doesn't want to spend time with her. But at the same time, she goes to take a nap. Mm-hmm. And she, if she had the opportunity, she would hang out with Jason instead of him. She totally would. So. At this point. Right. She's just being butthurt. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's not getting all the attention. Mm-hmm. And Jace isn't giving her the attention she wants. So Especially now with she's Simon. Like, yeah. So, she wants to take a nap, but her brain won't shut off. Been there. Mm-hmm. She's daydreaming. She's not. She asked herself if maybe everything that she thought she did remember was a lie. Mm. That's what she's stuck on. So <laughs> that's crazy to think about. <laughs> like, um, what if everyone saw colors differently? Dude, like, I your red that. was my blue and my red was your pink. And then your pink was um, Amanda's yellow. I hate it. So listen, my brother is colorblind and had to limit his jobs in the military because of it. So I guess I get it. Yeah. He couldn't be a mechanic because of the different colors of the oh, wires, wires and stuff, which is what he really wanted to that do. Um, so anyway, I guess I get that now that I'm really thinking about it now that you've said that. But when I read this on the doc, I was like, dude, I felt like I was just high or something when I read yes. it. I was like, that's so cool to think about. I hate thinking about that. Like, If everyone saw colors differently? Yes. That weird like House of Mirrors kind of shit where it just kind of loops and it loops uh-huh. and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Well, you, you would never know. Exactly. Right. And there's no way to know. It's like, how do they know dogs see in black and white? I think there's like stuff missing from their eye. Oh, okay. Okay. The cones or. Mm -hmm. Uh, It reminds me of our computers, though. We are working on three different levels of computers. Robin's is very inexpensive. She's on a Chromebook. Mine's kind of middle of the line, five ish hundred dollars. And Kristen's on this top of the line computer. And all of the colors are so different. The vibrancy. Got that retina display. Yeah. I look at Kristen's. I'm like, is that what it's supposed to look like? (laughs) (laughs) Is that my screen is dirty as fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that so she's thinking that maybe all of her memories that she's ever remembered <sighs> were not real. Because if he's able to mess with her mind. Right, is he replacing memories with something mm-hmm. else? And then like, oh, yep. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of someone being in my brain. It's like, it's why I can't watch Black Mirror. I never it stresses me out. I don't know what that is. It's, it's like a weird like Twilight Zone thing on okay. Netflix. Anyway. Clary can't stand to be alone with her thoughts and heads over to the library to look for Hodge. But it is deserted. It is deserted. It is. <laughs> it's empty. It's weird. For, it's weird for her to go look for Hodge. It's the only person that she knows isn't doing anything, Alex I guess. Alex is D.B. Cooper. Say what? Alex is a D.B. Cooper. Alex? Alec. <laughs> Oops. 
My bad. Awkward. Alec <laughs> is a DB Cooper. I thought they were getting ready. I don't ready. know what a DB Cooper is. A douchebag. Oh. <laughs> Why did not you just say douchebag? Because DB Cooper is clever. <clears throat> Laugh at my joke. <laughs> <laughs> So you actually are laughing. So Alec is a douche canoe. Mm-hmm. Isabel and Simon are on a walk. I guess maybe she could go look for church. What's the freaking cat gonna do? At least Hodge can give her a sleeping time, a sleepy time tea. But she doesn't know that at the time. How does she not know that? These two are staring at each other <laughs> so like. <laughs> With so much hate in their eyes. No, I'm so confused. He gave her, because he made the other tincture. Yes. For her. So he just must be a potions master. Well, he's also the only adult. Okay. He must have the alky. <laughs> he gives her Benadryl. Benadryl. Take, and a shot of Take the sleeping potion, my darling. It's pink and tastes like bubble gum. It's called from It's It's amoxicillin. <laughs> pink and tastes like bubble gum. That's why I have the Benadryl for babies. It's bubble gum flavor. Oh just in case Lincoln ever needs it. Anyway. You were just talking about not sleeping earlier. Now you got Benadryl on the hands. Yeah. It's not so You're such a good mom. <laughs> Thank I'm you. not that mom. <clears throat> so Clary pulls a Robin and starts to snoop. <laughs> No, Robin just snoops with her eyeballs, though. Yeah, I won't touch anything, but I will notice everything. Yes, she does. I was going to say notate and notice, so it said notate everything. (laughs) So she sees this leather book from earlier open on the desk and decides that she has to touch it to feel connected to her mother. I don't get that. Uh, It's a little vomit, whatever. Is this the the same book that he read the oath from? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. So she's like, my mom touched this. I must touch this. Then we'll be connected to the stars. <laughs> I love you. Yes. Absolutely. Someone says in the book. Uh-huh. So she goes to pick it up and the picture falls out. Which I would be so, my heart would be in my feet. Why? Because I touched something and then something fell out. And what, Are you going to be able to put it back in the same page that it fell out from? Yeah. What are you going to do? She is caught red-handed. She can't walk. She can't ghost from this situation. You could just See, put it down I, and walk away. I There's wouldn't. no Swayzean from this. <laughs> you are caught, ma'am. Oh not yet. So she does not do what I would do because I would book it. She decides to look at the picture. Yeah. And like hold Anyway, no, I would run. So she notices a young Jocelyn who has a rounder face um, and looks just like her. Which... Is- which- uh, totally debunks Hodges. I, I didn't she, know. I thought it could have been a different Jocelyn, even though you look exactly like the bitch that I was fucking friends with and in the same... Fuck you. I didn't even think about that. Yep. <gasps> and what's so frustrating is that these children are so not perceptive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess clearly Robin, either. too. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... <laughs> So Jocelyn's arm is around this good-looking boy with fair hair and black eyes. <laughs> and it totally weirds Clary out because um, her mother never seemed interested in guys since she's been alive. And she... Since Clary's been since alive. Since Clary's been alive. 
So she could only ever picture her with her father, who is not the man. Which she also has no pictures of her mother and her father together. There's only one picture of her father. So how could she picture her father and her mother together? <laughs> That's true. Wow. <laughs> yep. I've had a lot of caffeine. You smell purple. <laughs> She also says that um, she makes a comment about Simon's mom trolling J-Date. <laughs> I love it. I want to know if that is a real website. I think so. I think it's... it sounds legit, but I don't know. Let's, We're let's Googling. See. I think it's weird that she was never interested in guys. Like, that's what? Claire's 15. That's a long time. J-Date is a real thing. It's the Jewish dating site. Yep. Which, uh-huh. I guess it's Christian mingle. But yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. For Judaism. Yeah, it just, it was fun. <clears throat> Whoa. Whoa. I went, I went down an octave. <clears throat> you are goofy. Anyway, <laughs> I think it's weird that she was never interested in anyone. I understand when you have kids, I think it would be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but she clearly has Luke, who was willing to watch her, watch Clary, because she stayed over there. She had a bag over there. So where was Jocelyn when she was at Luke? Clary was at Luke's. What was she I think doing? she's just comfortable with Luke. But why would she need Luke to watch her? All right, look. I know this is from the young people's perspective. But do you think Luke ever got it in? Like, really? Like, if this is real life. I don't think so. No. Really? I don't get that like, feeling. 10 no. years, he would mm-hmm. never get it in, really. Mm-hmm. Don't say get it in. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's icky. That is icky. <laughs> icky. No, I don't think so. Um, no. Not from the way they were acting during that argument. I don't know. I just don't get that feeling. I think well, he... I know in this story, but like if it were real life. Come on. <sighs> I mean, maybe if she's not interested in guys, maybe that's because Luke was secretly meeting that need. <laughs> don't. I don't, know. I don't know. But like, okay, so so take this out of the narrative that it's in. Like, say say this was like scenario real life. <laughs> I feel like Luke and Jocelyn would be the kind they they would be the friends that like had hooked up once when they were drunk and then just like never talked about it again. Okay. And then were like really friends but secretly in love with each other. Like that would be the trope. Well, also, why is she not? I mean, I on. think it's weird, yeah, that neither of them. She's traumatized, obviously. I mean, I guess. Well, mm-hmm. and she's in hiding, so like, I I understand like being like I can't let anyone around, like, because who knows what will happen or if they'll get hurt if mm-hmm. she's always waiting for mm-hmm. the shoe to drop. Yeah, I get it. She's in. Yeah, she's traumatized. Okay, my and roma- obviously my like- romance author brain is going. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> Pull it back. And don't say get it in. Really. And don't, don't ever say, say get it in. <laughs> Claire is perusing the picture, and Hodge pulls a Brello J. <laughs> yep. A Brello J. Sneaky. Creeps out of the shadows, startling Clary by telling her that the dude in the picture is Valentine. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Clary is totally embarrassed, as she should be, for going through his things. Yeah, she. this is where she gets caught red-handed, by the way. This is what co- being caught red-handed legit means. No, you're, th- this picture fell out. You're done, son. <laughs> it was just a ticking time bomb waiting to happen. Honestly, I would be like... Yeah, she would. You don't... You, Kristen wouldn't care. 
No. I mean, I would be embarrassed, but at the same time, these people have been lying and like Kristen's like you leave a book out what do you expect me to do right? not touch your personal stuff get out of here you weren't here this is a public space motherfucker you weren't here we've established we're in a library this his office is in the library we've established this yep it's a desk in the library is it officially his office would you like it if somebody went into your office at work and went through your things no but guess what I have a locked cabinet for that shit Nothing is Your in the open. Your entire desk is in a cabinet. <laughs> Anything important is in a cabinet. Locked away. Information security. Okay, I guess it doesn't matter because Hodge don't give no fucks. I said that really weird. He Hodge, don't give no fucks. I know, but it was very forced. You're possessed. It doesn't matter because Hodge, Hodge gives no shits. Nope. Does not care. He says that, um, after all, it is a piece of her past. <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Clary can tell by looking at the picture Mm -hmm. and how Valentine is staring at her mom that he really is deeply in love with her. Like when Mark Ingram looks at Lamar Jackson. I don't know those people. Who is that? (laughs) Someone will understand. Just leave it in there. Someone will get it. Okay? It's football. Oh, okay. (laughs) My bad. And uh, she tells Hodge that he looks like a nice guy. You know, oh, Valentine does. Yeah, yeah, Valentine looks like a nice guy. Yeah. He has black eyes. He does not look like a nice guy. He has fair hair. <laughs> it's a weird... I forgot that description. He has white hair? Just this whole... Oh. So it was... My brain was not picturing him looking like that. And I was like, wait, what? She just thinks he looks nice because he's handsome. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Newsflash, 16-year-old girl. Not every handsome guy is good. Yeah, Ted Bundy was handsome. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So I really like Hodge's response because it sounds weird. He's Yodaing. Mm-hmm. Nice, he wasn't. But he was charming and clever and very persuasive. <laughs> I'm sorry, he was Yodaing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so Clary in the picture sees Hodge, Luke, Maris, and her husband, Robert, and Jace's father, Michael Wayland. And Hodge tells her that the picture was from the year the circle was formed, and that Luke was Valentine's second in command. Right. It just keeps getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The she's, plot. She's like, not only was my mom in and Luke in the circle, my mom was married to Hitler. And <laughs> Shadowhunter and, Hitler. Right. And Luke was his, like, general. Yeah. Like, his second in command. What the hell? Book. I need a book. Read from two. Clary is still incredulous as to how her mother was a part of something so cruel. Because mm. I wouldn't be able to believe it mm-hmm. either. So Hodge says, I'm going to read from the book here. You must understand. You keep saying that, Clary said crossly. Love that crossly. Mm. Well, it's true. I don't see why I must understand anything. You tell me the truth and I'll either understand it or I won't. The corner of Hodge's mouth twitched. As you say. He paused to reach out a hand and stroke Hugo. It's not necessary, dude. (laughs) Who was strutting along the edge of the desk, importantly. The courts have never had the support of the whole clave. The more venerable families, especially cling to the old times, when downwilders were for killing, not just out of hatred, but because it made them feel safer. It is easier to confront a threat as a mass, a group, not individuals who must be evaluated one by one. And most of us knew someone who'd been injured or killed by a downwolder. There is Under no- what context? Right. <laughs> Sorry. There is nothing 
he added, quite like the moral absolute absolutism absolutism of the young. It's easy as a child to believe in good and evil and light and dark. Valentine never lost that, neither his destructive idealism nor his passionate loathing of anything he considered non-human. But he loved my mother, said Clary. Yes, said Hodge. He loved your mother and he loved Idris. What was so great about Idris, Clary asked, hearing the grumpiness in her own voice. <laughs> it was, Hodge began, and corrected himself, because it's in the past for him. Right. Here sucks bit. to be you <laughs> Robin paused for laughter <laughs> insert laughter here I need a laugh track it is home for the Nephilim where they can be their true selves a place where there is no need for hiding or glamour a place blessed by the angel capital A that's Amanda's child by the way if you can hear that I'm so sorry he wants out of the high chair I can tell He's fine. My bad. You've never seen a city. Sorry. Sorry. You've never seen a (laughs) city. Sorry. Sorry. Am I talking over the book about my kid and you're apologizing to me? Gosh. (laughs) I'm like, um, the remix. You've never seen it. You've never seen it. You've never seen it. All right, dogs. Ass like that. Is that what you were doing? That's going to be a no for me, dog. I don't understand your pop culture references. <laughs> you. That's because you didn't have cable growing up. No. I didn't either. I went to my friend's houses. Anyway. You have never seen a city until you have seen Alicante of the Glass Towers. It is more beautiful than you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> I realized that I read too much, but I'm not taking it back. <laughs> So, bringing this up about Alicante, the glass city, Clary is reminded of her dream with all the colors in it and the people wearing the just different, mm-hmm. I was say vestiges. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know either. Nobody Outfits. Knows. And ask Hodge if there were ever dances during, you know, during the city. No, in the city. Did you have dances, bro? Was there a winter formal? Did you go to prom? Did they have a Sadie Hawkins dance? It does seem like a weird question. Were there dances? I don't know. It's a weird question. I I know why she wants it. Mm -hmm. Right. Wants it? I know why she wants the answer, obviously, Mm -hmm. because of the dream she had. But it's a very, like, hey, speaking of Alicante. (laughs) I have a quick question. And maybe, well, this is me, again, just missing stuff, which I've clearly skipped over a few things by mistake. Alicante is the country. Is Alicante is the city. A city. Idris what is, is the country. Idris. Okay, got it. I've had them backwards. So what is the glass city? Is that just what it's known by? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, we're Phone the rose city. city. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say Thank the big you. apple. Don't be stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. That wasn't that stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I liked Kristen's better, yeah. but... So Hodge is like, heck yes, there were dances. Like, every week. <laughs> I love your copy. You have to read your copy. Dude, No. No, it's too much. It is way too much. <laughs> it's too many dances. But I assume they aren't all hanging out watching Gilmore Girls. So I guess what else do you do with yourself? So is it like... They um, don't have TV. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like back in the day when they would go to like the castle to have... Well, so the yeah, other thing, we court. haven't gotten to this point, but it's not spoiling anything. Electronics don't work in Alicante oh, because of the wards. Oh, that's a bummer. So it's because like, of the what? The wards. The wards. Okay. The protection. 
spells and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm not a nerd here, guys. You gotta really dumb it down right. for me. Clary wonders if the details in her dream were real, but with Jocelyn and Valentine in hers and Jace's place. Mm. So, like, is this something that actually happened? Does she know? Is she a seer? She mm. doesn't know her memories, even, so how does she... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, Magnus messed something up in there. Mm. Okay. Hodge lets Clary keep the photo, which is nice of him. Mm-hmm. So I guess something did come out of not running and booking it. Tells her that the clave has sent um, shadow hunters to New York, but they aren't staying at the Institute out of fear that Valentine is watching the place. And Hodge is not a person that secrets or plans are trusted to. Mm-hmm. He gives Clary a sleeping, sleeping potion. Oh, shoot. Look at that. He can do it. And he also tells her... Not to show it to Jace. Oh, the photo. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. It'll bring up too much for him? Is that what it was? He doesn't want pictures of his dad hanging right. around. Ugh. Where he's young, and I love seeing pictures of my mom young. Right? So He doesn't want him to be emotional? I guess. Right. Bottle up those feelings, Jace. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's been told that once or twice. Right? right. I feel like they need a psychologist on site. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hodge. Yeah. Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so she takes the sleeping potion back to her bedroom and isn't able to use it because Jace startles her. Wait, why is she not able to use it? Jace startles but her. But doesn't she spill it? Yeah. Because he startles her? I just think that's funny. And what's Jace doing? Sitting on her bed, going through her book that she's upset about because you don't go through other people's books, Clarissa. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary. It is. Don't her... open Robin's books. Don't do it. <laughs> She's just jelly because she was sketching Jace's hot ass. But she wasn't. Not. No. Yeah. I don't think she has. She's. He's upset that there's no pictures of him. Mm-hmm. Oh. In her diary. Because her sketch pad is basically her diary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All I can imagine is. You know, um, what's that movie where the kid's drawing a bunch of dicks? <laughs> oh, super, super bad. bad. <laughs> That's what she's doing. She's, a, she's anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so let me back the trolley up a little bit because I'm getting off Topic. timeline. Clary walks in. She's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna use the sleeping potion." And then Jace is like, "Surprise, mother! <laughs> I'm on your bed. Surprise!" Oh, and so gosh. she drops the sleeping potion, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Hey, you just made me draw my sleeping potion." And he was like, oh, if only Simon were here, he could probably bore you to sleep. <laughs> Such a butthead. Such a butthead. So rude. So do you think this is I don't like mundane shade? Or is it like... No, it's mm-mm. an I don't like Simon thing. I am jealous of Simon. I don't want another dude in your life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You obviously have a connection with him, an emotional intimacy that we don't have, and I'm not down with that. Yep. You didn't get as jealous as I wanted you to at the restaurant. Okay. So <laughs> I agree with you, but I just wanted to take a poll. So Clary tells Jace that her sketch pad is basically her diary, so she's not too keen on him going through it. As I said before. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before. You're getting a taste of your own medicine, Clarissa. He's offended that there aren't any drawings of him in there. And then we get some like flirty banter. And Jace offers to put Clary to sleep with a bedtime story. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That is so sweet. 
But the bedtime story goes like this. Explains why he's a sociopath. And BT dubs. I'm really sorry to do two chapter reads, but um, I'm not going to paraphrase this because it's, I doesn't say gravy train, but that's weird. Not a gravy train. Okay, you ready? Go for it. I was going to say close your eyes, but if you're driving, don't do that. <laughs> Please. We, we, get, we get an email. <laughs> Robin By said. the way, <laughs> I told to close my eyes. Okay, you don't sound like that. I'm sorry. Unless you do, but I'm sorry that I said I was sorry. Shut the fuck up and read. Close your eyes. I'll close my eyes. How's that? Once there was a boy, said Jace. Clary interrupted him. A shadow hunter boy. <laughs> of course, <laughs> mummy. I'm sorry. For a moment, a bleak amusement colored his voice. Then it was gone. When the boy was six years old, his father gave him a falcon to train. Falcons are raptors, killing birds, his father told him, the shadow hunters of the sky. The falcon didn't like the boy, and the boy didn't like it either. Its sharp beak made him nervous, and its bright eyes always seemed to be watching him. It would slash at him with beak and talons when he came near. For weeks, his wrists and hands were always bleeding. He didn't know it, but his father had selected a falcon that lived in the wild for over a year, and thus was nearly impossible to tame. But the boy tried, because his father had told him to make the falcon obedient, and he wanted to please his father. He stayed with the falcon constantly, keeping it awake by talking to it, and even playing music to it. Because a tired bird... Sorry. Because a tired bird was meant to be easier to tame. He's trying to put it to sleep with music? Is that what's happening? I think it's weird that it's just playing music to it. Is that really what it says? Yes. It's weird. He learned the equipment. The G. The Jesus. Let's say Jesus. <laughs> the hood, the braille, the leash that bound the bird to his wrist. He was meant to keep the falcon blind, but he couldn't bring himself to do it. Instead, he tried to sit where the bird could see him as he touched and stroked its wings, wheeling it to trust him. He fed it from his hand, and at first it would not eat. Later it ate so savagely that its beak cut the skin of his palm, but the boy was glad because it was progress and because he wanted the bird to know him, even if the bird had to consume his blood to make that happen. He began to see that the falcon was beautiful and that its slim wings were built for the speed of flight, that it was strong and swift, fierce and gentle. When it dived to the ground it moved like light. When it leaned to circle and come to his wrist, he nearly shouted with delight. Sometimes the bird would hop to his shoulder and put its beak in his hair. He knew his falcon loved him. When he was certain it was not just tamed, but perfectly tame, he went to his father and showed him what he had done, expecting him to be proud. Instead, his father took the bird, now tame and trusting, in his hands and broke its neck. It's not funny. Stop it. I told you. I'm the vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I told you to make it obedient, his father said and dropped the falcon's lifeless body to the ground. Instead, you taught it to love you. Falcons are not meant to be loving pets. They are fierce and wild, savage and cruel. This bird was not tamed. It was broken. Later, when his father left him, the boy cried over his pet, until eventually his father sent a servant to take the body of the bird away and bury it. The boy never cried again, and he has never forgot where he learned that to love is to destroy, and that to be loved is to be the one destroyed. Wow. And... That's how you make a murderer. <laughs> and Clary goes, that's an awful story. Yeah. 
Because it is. It's definitely awful. And she it somehow really did put her to sleep, probably because she was up at five in the morning. Uh-huh. And um, Clary's like, dude, the story's horrible. And Jace tries to defend the father, saying that he was just trying to make the boy stronger. And Jace reaches out and brushes her cheek. Ooh. I know. And she slips off to sleep, and then she just has this aha moment. She's like, oh, my God, the boy's Jace. A duh. Mm-hmm. A duh. It's so terrible. It is. It's hor- Well, it's horrible. And also just seeing his reaction and and what he thinks it is because he doesn't realize that like it's abuse uh-huh do you so, think that uh, if his father was still alive he would have the same feeling i don't know i feel like people once people are ooh, past you right. them excuses i feel like i don't know i think that's all he knows <clears throat> yeah yeah i think you're right but i don't think that's normal shadow hunter parent relationship okay no no okay no. <laughs> Mm-mm. Interesting. Interesting. It's yeah. Very sad. It makes me very sad for him. <laughs> I mean, it kind of it informs Jace and and who he is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows you. Okay, like I get it. Like if if your dad is that that fucked up. Yeah, he was really raised to be hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, showing your emotions and being that way with Clary, like you know, like. I can see why he would be jealous of Simon and Clary's, like, connection because they can be so open and honest with each other when he's been, it's been drilled in his head his whole life to conceal, don't feel. (laughs) It's a very weird way to build the story. Uh Uh-huh. There's so much detail about the equipment and da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, and then the bird died and he never loved anyone again in the end. Goodbye. Well, (laughs) because he's brushing over the traumatic part. Right. It's just... Okay, Clary, no, Clary, Jace could have literally told Clary any story. I agree. Why did he pick that one? I think because he thinks it's a fond story. You hmm. think, okay. I think I think he thinks that it's a genuine good story because it taught him something because he's still, he's blinded. Mm. See, I think it, he, he wants her to see him a little bit more. And he knows yeah. it's kind of a sad story, like... Oh, understand him. You, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like maybe he sees how fucked up it is and yeah. wants to. Her Even to understand. though he's defending his dad, mm-hmm. he knows deep down. Oh, that's an interesting mm-hmm. point of view. I didn't think about it like that. But he's he's not saying my father did this to me. Clary just realizes it, so he's almost trying to make it sound like it's a Mike shadow Brown. hunter. You know, <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like it's a tale, a shadow hunter right. tale. Right. It's something that everyone tells their children. So I don't know. I don't know if that's really the because she infers it on his own. Either way, it's not a bedtime story. It's not. It's not. <laughs> awesome. Well, Clary is abruptly awoken after falling asleep so gracefully by Isabel telling her to get up. Isabel is dressed in sequins and glitter, ready for the party. Just cute. She's good to go. Okay, I'm sorry. That this might off on a tangent but clary is obviously crushing on jace uh-huh. i would not be able to fall asleep with my crush like touching my cheek and like cuddled up in my twin bed no i don't know i think she's very tired i mean she got up at Kristen hour <laughs> it's so, like she bought walk in the afternoon <laughs> got up at the Kristen crack of dawn <laughs> yeah. she needs a nap she's okay. been up for 12 whole hours 
She needs a break. Yeah. I thought that too, thinking about it. I'm like, gosh, like you slept all night because you passed out. Right. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure get, having your mind gone through like that is exhausting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like it's time for a nap. Like I, I get that. But like I remember the first time I slept next to a guy, like I was so self-conscious about like everything. And like, am I going to drool? Am I going to uh-huh. snore? Like, and it wasn't even like... You know, well, sexy times. I th- I think that I would wake up and be disappointed he was gone because oh. she's clearly alone. I think I'd wake up and be like, damn. I still think Clary is a little stunted maturity wise. I agree. Though. But that, to me, that would make her even more awkward in that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I suppose she slept with Simon. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's true. But Simon is not Jace. No. Touche. She is not into <laughs> into Simon the way no. she's into Jace. <laughs> well, she's probably done it so many times too with mm-hmm. Simon that it's no big deal. <laughs> not done it. Fallen, fallen asleep with I him. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we're a mess. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry for interrupting you. So Clary asks, uh, "What Isabel wants? <laughs> Basically, like, what do you want? What are you doing here? Why are you waking me up?" And I imagine Isabel just snotty tells her that it's it's almost midnight and you're still not dressed. That's how I imagine her talking, just so you know. Um, Clary explains that she was just going to wear the t-shirt and jeans she was already wearing. <laughs> and uh, Isabel is just appalled. Um, but what did she expect her to wear? She has a friggin' backpack. Yeah. Of clothes. Well, I guess Isabel would have those type of clothes in her backpack, though. Possibly. Mm-hmm. She'd have an options. Yeah. A whole wardrobe. <clears throat> it's like my trunk when I in high school. Mm-hmm. A trunk of her car. Of my car, oh, not like a trunk. <laughs> I had like a whole wardrobe, like extra changes of clothes, makeup, whatever. Okay. I used to do the Superman um, clothes change in uh, the car wash. I have to say that I feel like your car probably hasn't changed much. I have less clothes in my car now. Okay. It's still just as dirty. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. <laughs> so Isabella sits on, insists on loaning Clary clothes because um, she's saying that she, Clary will stick out at the party. I was going to say like a store, sore thumb. She'll stick out like a sore thumb. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> okay, mom. If she's uh, at the party dressed so casually. Yeah. And totally has to say it in a bitchy way, I'm sure. So while Isabel digs around um, for something suitable in her closet, Clary notices the decor of her bedroom. Um, it's black walls with sponged golden uh, paint and pink fur-rimmed vanity mirror. And I just think that is so 2006. 100%. Yep. yep. Like 2003 to 2006, black walls, and you've sponged it yourself. Oh, my gosh. That's great. DIY. Yeah. You just cut up a kitchen sponge, and off you went. <laughs> That's only if your parents, like, own the house. Yeah. When you lived in apartments, you couldn't do anything. I never got a painted bedroom. (laughs) No. So Isabel finds a small black stretchy dress and and matches it with a pair of black boots and fishnet tights. Although completely out of her comfort zone, Clary feels badass. Isabel got to work on her hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I imagine for someone that always wears a t-shirt and jeans, she probably feels pretty confident. Got to get a look into a mirror. Okay. Yeah. Like, I look good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At least I feel like I look good. So this is the perfect example of Kristen and me getting ready. And (laughs) doesn't say high school, but probably even now. Yeah. (laughs) She's totally Isabel. Here, wear this. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm Clary. I'm going to do your makeup because you can't fucking do it yourself. Uh Just just put this on. Shut up. 
again, I might have control issues or whatever. <laughs> Slightly. A little bit. Uh, awesome. During this girly time. So weird. Yep. Don't say that. It's true. It's what they're having. They're having girl time. It is girl time. Whether they, whether they enjoy it or not, which they are. Mm-hmm. Clary asks out of nowhere. <laughs> To me, this was like, I was blindsided by this question. I was too when I first read it. I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. They, She really did not give any signs of this before, in my no, opinion. She really didn't. So she asks, Clary asks Isabel if Alec is gay. And um, Isabel is completely flustered and eventually just asks her how Clary guessed and then tells her she can't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? And tells her she especially cannot tell Jace. Uh, she explains that their parents would disown Alec if they knew because there's no official rule about the older generation. Uh, there's no official rule, but the older generation aren't very accepting. And um, so their parents sound, disown your own child. That's for that. sad. It's very sad. 2006. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before. It's horrible. <laughs> well, yeah. But like <laughs> LGBTQ rights were kind of first starting to get real traction in in the early aughts so it was a big cultural timely thing that i think i i think that's one of the reasons why this kind of attitude was represented Uh in, in this book because it was such a big cultural conversation in america during that time that you know it would need to reflect as such in the book too Mm -hmm. it's great of that she did that I love I see I love this I love Cassie Clare's books and the way that she puts a spotlight on different kinds of people Mm -hmm. and different you know stories Mm -hmm. I like it I don't want to read the same two freaking characters over and over again I like people to be different and interesting Mm mm-hmm well, I mean, honestly, it made me more excited to hear more about Alec just because it's something about him now. They really right. haven't talked about yeah, him much. Yeah, that's true. So I'm like, okay, let's get to know this kid a We might bit get more. to know more, yeah. Yeah. And it informs a lot about the way that he's been acting. Because uh-huh. now we can kind of, okay, well, she doesn't want her to tell Jace. Or, or, so. Yep. Hmm. At the restaurant specifically, he was just so. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm assuming that's where she picked up on it yeah Yeah. where she Uh finally realized it yeah so clearly clearly clary seems surprised asking if jace would mind and isabel isn't sure um and so i don't know you're he's his best friend you're parapetai come on strange to think but i guess maybe he's afraid of being judged Um, i've never been in that position so i mm -hmm. i don't get to judge or say anything on what would feel they feel like that'd be very scary I agree. Well, Regardless. And it's not like they live in the most open, yep. like, Well, if the older culture. generation isn't as accepting, they're yeah. really the only generation they're around. Mm-hmm. So who knows if well, Jace Well, and they're not along. accepting of anything different. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You can't even date downloaders or whatever. Like, could you imagine? Like, yeah. come on. It's like a... Uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Sort Anything of. outside of the norm mm-hmm. is going to mm-hmm. be unacceptable. Yes. Old people. Get off my lawn. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> oh, 
so Clary looks at herself in the mirror and realizes that she looks like her mom. She's and paying herself some compliments. Yep. She finally realizes she looks good. Do you feel better about this, Robin? Because she's been comparing herself to her mom. You were so upset. It's just weird. But now she's, like, seeing it in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel bad for her because she... It's weird. Her internal monologue does not have a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. But she portrays it pretty well. She's a 16-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But she portrays it pretty well, like she does. Yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. Right. That was very good. Thanks. (laughs) Don't mess with me. And I was going to go blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel bad for her struggling. So I'm glad that she's getting confidence. Well, and it makes me like Isabel a little bit more. That I don't know if she just did it for another project sort of thing. But, um... You know, it gave Clary some confidence, and mm-hmm. that's. Nice. I think she enjoys doing hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was nice that for them to. She didn't have to talk with her and right. bond with her and stuff. They needed girly time. I told you. Anyway, you've got these two girls. They're kind of tiptoeing around this competition. Uh huh. And then they can get they can get together alone, without the people that they're trying to impress. Yeah. And kind of figure out who each other are. It's like when you get paired up on a project with a girl that you've always hated and then you actually work one-on-one and she's actually pretty chill. Yeah. Like, it's like Damn it, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that she's comparing herself for looking at herself and seeing her mom because I swear the older I get, that's my life. Seriously. My handwriting looks more like my mom's. I sound like her. It's creepy. I can't really. My mom's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bummer for you. <laughs> Just kidding. You're beautiful. Uh, so the two discuss bringing weapons, and Isabel tells Clary about the inklets, her inklets that are made from iron and electrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, electrum is um, poisonous to demons, and fairies hate iron. Clary calls it demon hunting and fashion. <laughs> <laughs> As the girls walked into the entryway where the boys are waiting... Simon starts to admire Isabel, but looks past her straight to Clary and her little black dress. Uh, He sounds like a freaking dad, okay? (laughs) He sees this tiny little dress. What is that? (laughs) And she tells him it's just a dress, and he reminds her of how short it is. I think I forgot to mention that Isabel actually found a dress that actually fit Clary because it's a shirt for Isabel. (laughs) Hopefully a tunic. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, she tells him it's a dress and he reminds her of how short it is. He's slut-shaming her. Yeah, well, he's dadding her. He is. Go change, little lady. You're not going out looking like that. (laughs) Uh, She added what I feel like is a zip-up sweatshirt and a backpack. Mm Mm-hmm. Has to complete her ensemble with, I don't get it, something I completely feel like this is Robin. Mm-hmm. Gotta dress this down a little bit with my flannel and <laughs> backpack. Uh-huh. What the hell does she need a backpack for? Flannel Going goes to with a party. Who? Exactly. <clears throat> that is something Robin would fucking do, though. Yeah. She's a nerd. Mm-hmm. Flannel goes with everything. No, the backpack. Oh, yeah. I would wear Converse with that. That's my daughter. She wears tennis shoes to like to winter formals. So she looks adorable. Mm-hmm. Purple yes. Converse. That's what I had. Yeah. High tops. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cassie has those. That's funny. 
Slump cast. Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to want to do it anymore because now it's not going to be cool. It's not cool. The old ladies do My it. mom's friends do that? No, thank you. Well, I mean, that stuff's all coming back around now. Ew. We're somebody's moms. Like, I know that, but, like, when you start thinking of them as, like, their own individuals I, and, like, terrible being teenagers and... I still feel like a teenager, uh-huh. so mm-hmm. it's weird. You act I, like I'm one, so it's young. cool. Huh? What? What? Yeah, you act like one, so it's cool. <laughs> oh, so rude. Burn. <laughs> rude. <laughs> okay, so now we get Jace's opinion on the dress. And Jace tells Clary he likes the dress. Ooh. Well, of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. No, the owl was better. That was that great. Was good. Uh, he says that it's missing something and ha- hands her a dagger in a leather sheath. <laughs> she puts it in her backpack. <laughs> My favorite is that Isabel. Yes, Isabel offers a uh, thigh what, thigh sheath. I guess you would say like. That's what it's called. It is. But then when you're saying it's not my favorite, it's a holster. A holster. (laughs) Tell me how to pronounce that. No, you're doing fine. You're pronouncing it correctly. She She just doesn't like it because it reminds her of sex. (laughs) Anything that starts with an S, Robin's like, oh, it's a little too close. You're making me uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) So yeah, Isabel had offered when he hands her the dagger. A, sh- a thigh sheath. That's very hard to say. And I'm going to say it over and over for Robin's sake. <laughs> but of course, shy little Clary's like, no, I'll just put it in my bag. This is why it's here, I guess. Now she kind of has a reason for a backpack. But I mean, what's she going to do with it? Ask a demon to wait while she unzips her backpack so she can get out her new dagger? I mean. Hold on. Let me get my blade. Yeah. <laughs> just wait a second. Let me check this out. So Jace reaches up and takes Clary's hair out of the pins so that it's like falls down and much better he says oh my god it's like her she's all that moment yes <laughs> totally yes he takes his, her glasses off. better yeah fuck you freddie prince yeah, jr well, she looked fine with her glasses on she's adorable but yeah jace is totally into clary Totes. come on yeah to the mago yeah i mean there's no denying it anymore come no. on but okay. i i love I totally did not read what you had written there okay. about the sheath. <laughs> oh my god. It just cracks me up because you can tell that Isabel is completely earnest about it. Uh-huh. Like she's like, oh yeah, I've got, do you want? Do you like, need to borrow that? Not yeah. even thinking about the fact that there's no way in hell Clary would wear something like that. Well, she's wearing fishnets. I guess it's probably because the dress is so short though. No, I don't a think she would cover just it ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> It reminds me of, like, a Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Angelina uh-huh. Jolie. Like, she's going to take it out and just throw it straight at somebody's eye. Yeah. Isabel probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. She's a bamf. She is a bamf. Yep. <laughs> well, I definitely am liking Isabel a little more. Way to go, Isabel. You're starting to win me over. And I forgot, Alec is in in this scene, but he doesn't really say anything. Yeah. He's just, yeah. like, glowering in the corner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> He's a sourpuss. He has no idea they've been talking about him. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Heads would roll. At least he felt comfortable enough to tell his sister, though. Yeah. Going back to that. Or did he tell her or does she just know? She figured out. Yeah, that's true. 
She just gets the feeling. I don't know. I don't think he would tell her outright. I think she would just know. And then, like, they just, like, maybe he knows she knows. Uh-huh. But they just don't talk about it. Yeah. They know that we know. Uh-huh. Well, we say that a lot. We should just watch Friends. <laughs> no? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but also, how much of Jace's little show that he put on with taking her hair down and oh. fluffing it around <laughs> her shoulders and being like, uh. Well, I'm kind of disappointed, too, because she liked the way she looked. So now she's like, okay, Jace likes this. I'm going to leave it down, probably, you know, I imagine. But mm. she liked that. She did. messing with her. But, like, how much of that show is for Simon? Because Simon was just like, yeah. what are you wearing? You know, like, all uptight. And Dad. Jace is like, mm, I'll let her do whatever she wants. <laughs> if she calls me daddy. Where like, is she? <laughs> Robin's face right now. Meow. Meow. It's warm in here. It is warm in here. It's you. It's not. Being inappropriate. These are children. Oh, they are children. It's creepy because that's how old my daughter is. So it's hard for me, too, Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. She's not a shadow hunter, though. That's a good point. She could be. She just never told me. Okay. Just kidding. She's not a shadow hunter. I think I would, though. Mm -hmm. I think you would, too. All right. Well, thanks for sticking with us. Yes. Through a two-hour episode. (laughs) At least we got our Grubhub. Yep. We did. So uh, join us next week for our doubleheader, where we're going to be discussing Chapter 12, Dead Man's Party, and Chapter 13, The Memory of Whiteness. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.